0: It's another Saturday morning when we have our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. How are th- you this morning? I'm doing quite well. I wonder what, what wine goes with an eclipse. Everybody, <laughs> Everybody's talking well, about that. I am in the state of Washington, ah. and that's all they are talking about here is that eclipse. The Apparently, Salem, Oregon is one of the direct spots, as is Kansas City in the Midwest, and hotel rooms are going in. Salem, Oregon, and that's not much of a town, let me tell you, for $1,000 a night to watch the eclipse on Monday. Amazing. But anyhow, as long as I'm out here, I thought we'd talk a little bit about Washington State and perhaps... A little bit about Chateau Saint-Michel. I'm out here specifically for their 50th anniversary party, which was last night. and What a gala affair that was. But, you know, Washington State is a relatively newcomer in the world of wines, obviously pioneers uh, in the late 1800s, early 1900s brought vines to plants so they'd have wine for home consumption and that, but commercial wineries weren't really going here until the mid to late, in fact, the late 60s, and uh, they made primarily fortified wines at that time, much like, you know, we've talked about that in the past about New Zealand and Australia, they all started making fortified wines because there wasn't really a lot of demand for table wine, and uh, Washington is still really finding Uh, the real expression of the soils and everything. Right now there's 14 government viticultural areas in the state of Washington, and 99% of them are on the east side of the Cascade Mountains. And this is the prime growing area, and they have about 65,000 acres in the state of Washington uh, under vine. And that makes it the largest agricultural commodity in Washington. Uh, it's an industry valued at about $5.5 billion. And that's amazing because, as I said, it wasn't terribly long ago. Uh, there weren't any wineries here. And they were. some of these wineries were very smart. Uh, they built tasting rooms and big demonstration facilities right outside of Seattle, even though the vineyards are way off in the country. Uh, And what that has done, for example, with Chateau Saint-Michel, they get about 350,000 visitors a year through their center, which incidentally is state-of-the-art, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But all these wineries, there's over a 100 of them, that have uh, tasting rooms and visitor centers right outside of Seattle. So you can come out to Seattle and see all these wineries, etc. cetera, and yard out really in wine country itself. And, you know, it's interesting how they've progressed here. Uh, in the prime growing areas, which is the same latitude as Bordeaux, Uh, Washington State produces some remarkable wine. As a matter of fact, the industry press says that uh, Washington has the highest percentage of red wine, in fact, all wines rated over 90 points at the lowest average cost of any area in the entire world. That's really some statement to make. And, of course, it's very true. We've talked about this in the past. I remember telling somebody, I had a Chateau Saint Michel Riesling that I thought a friend of mine. He brought. We were eating in a Thai restaurant in Missouri. I thought, well, how cheap can you be? That's a six dollar, seven dollar bottle of wine. We had it with Thai food, and of course it was perfect. And uh, so the Rieslings here do very, very well. And uh, the univ- our Washington State University rivals the University of California at Davis for the best oenological school in the entire United States, and for that matter, one of the better ones in the entire world. Uh, it's amazing the growth out here in wineries uh, when. St- Uh, chateau saint michel opened in 1967 there were three wineries in the state at the turn of the at last this current century in year 2000 there were 150 wineries today 17 years later there's over a thousand bonded wineries here and that's 850 more in just 17 years It's, it's the explosion is incredible and the good news is that explosion is in very good, high-quality wines. The varietals that are most popular in Washington are Syrah, Grenache, uh, Cabernet, of course. Merlot is where they really excel. Uh, Cabernet Franc, and then on the white wines, Viognier, Chardonnay, and Riesling uh, as a little Marseille as well. But uh, it, it is a remarkable, remarkable transformation uh, in an agricultural area. In fact, the most explosive growth that I have ever seen in the wine business has occurred here in Washington State, and like I say, they have all the amenities that you want, beautiful scenery, good wines, and of course goes with, goes with good wines, good food, etc. It, it, it just blows me away how it has changed. I haven't been out here in about five years, and in the five years that I haven't been here, the explosion in in uh, tasting rooms and, and just talking about wine and wine availability, etc., is just to be an amazing thing to see. Uh, the reason I came out here was for the 50th anniversary of Chateau St. Michel, and I was very flattered to be one of the only retailers in the entire country invited to that. Uh, they started in 67 and, uh, the fellow that started chateau saint michel 's daughter had just come back for, for, from France and had been to Mont Saint Michel and see so Saint Michel was a good name, and thus the name was born and they're very highly regarded it's owned basically by the American Tobacco company today, and they've poured millions and millions of dollars into the high quality uh, wines that are produced at Chateau Saint Michel. They have remarkable partnerships in Germany. They've partnered with uh, Dr. Lucin, and he had, they have a winery here. Uh, in Italy, it was with the Antonori family. Uh, so they've chosen their partners well. Villa Maria from Saint uh, from New Zealand is a partner of Saint Michel, and uh, they started out with just three wines. And their first year production, they made 3,000 cases. Uh, Today, they produce over 2 million cases. And in 76, they built the chateau that's kind of, it's on all the labels of St. Michelle wine, as a state-of-the-art visitor center. I remember I was invited out here in 76 for the dedication, and no one had seen anything like it, uh, Including the Mondavi Place in Napa Valley, this made everything pale by uh, comparison. And they have just finished a seven million dollar addition to their uh, visitor center that is just remarkable. And and they do some. They really have made a footprint on the area of Seattle. They have an enormous facility here. It's a couple thousand acres. And like I say, it's devoted mainly to a visitor center, and that. And they have these uh, rock concerts of the, uh, for the four summer months, and they bring in big name entertainment. and People sit on the grass and with a blanket and a bottle of wine and listen to all that music. It's tough to beat it. the The new wine, uh, the new visitor center is about thirty thousand square feet with a hundred seat amphitheater. Uh, they have a blending room where you can blend your own bottle of wine from the uh, vineyards of the estate, and they were one of the first ones. They were pioneers in vineyard designation. You know, uh, not a lot of people did that. For example, Indian Wells is a very popular uh, vineyard designation here in Washington, and uh, St. Michelle was the very first one in there. It's, It's just a remarkable thing to visit uh, and to come and see. I, I really have enjoyed my couple of days here. Uh, I'll be sad to leave tomorrow to come home. Uh, one of the other features was a enormous barrel tasting. and They hosted, uh, I think there were 35 other wineries at St. Michelle yesterday for this barrel tasting and then an auction, much like the auction at Bone or Napa Valley uh, wine auctions where they set prices and, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the auction was very exciting and the wines were remarkable. It was just astonishing to me, as one of the uh, newspaper uh, writers said to me, you know, in a barrel tasting, very rarely do you taste wines that all should be 90 plus points. And believe me, they should have been. They were remarkable to taste. Uh, and like I say, I think there were maybe 30. Uh, vintners represented at the barrel tasting and then they had a professional auctioneer from Christie's come in and do the auction where they auctioned off a barrel or two of each of those wineries' wines and uh, it's been an absolutely wonderful experience Uh, as I said, St. Michelle has been uh, not only a pioneer but a pioneer that shared everything with all the other uh, vintners and last night at their big gala dinner you know, I, other uh, vineyard rounds and wine uh, winery owners got up and saluted Chateau Saint-Michel because they've been so generous in sharing not only their technology but their facilities and encouraging other wines, et cetera. It, It's just a remarkable experience. And when you think they started 50 years ago, that's just remarkable because that's about the same time, like maybe a year later, <clears throat> than Robert Mondavi broke off from his family and started – Mandavi Winery, and there at that time there were only about 100 wineries in Napa Valley. There were three in the state of Washington, so it's been a wonderful experience to be here, Denny, oh, and yeah. enjoy uh, Washington State at its very best. I really enjoy Washington State wines, uh, and I'm glad and certainly the Chateau Saint-Michel as well. Well, if you heard what Jack is talking about, and I know, Jack, you can find all sorts of uh, Washington State wines at any Haskell's location. Um, yes, and they are wonderful, and the folks at Haskell's are wonderful because not only they recommend Washington state wines, they recommend other wines from other areas, and best of all, they're going to recommend a wine that isn't going to cost very much, and a wine that's been carefully selected. That's why Haskell's are the wine people. It's their specialty has been for 84 years. Uh, They really know what they're talking about, and there's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Chanhassen. There's a Haskell's in Excelsior, and Faribault right off of 35. Maple Grove, our super seller, is not to be missed. There's always tastings, a lot of stuff going on up in Maple Grove. In Minneapolis, there's free parking on Saturdays. Uh, Haskell's at Ridgedale and Minnetonka in Plymouth. St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. If you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or go to WCCO.com slash wine, and it'll take you right to the Haskell's website. And don't forget, we still have some tickets available for that wonderful cruise on the 26th next Saturday on the St. Croix River. It's 12 to 3. It's a lunch, etc. Call any Haskell store for the details or go to our website. Sounds great. That sounds like a fun time. Oh, and those cruises are just wonderful. They're three hours. There's probably 40, 50 wines to taste, two or three craft beers, one or two craft liquors, etc. and a nice, light lunch. They're really a wonderful let's, way and make a wonderful gift, too. Let's start today. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jack. Let's talk one week from today, if you can. I'm going to look forward to it. All right. It. Thanks, Jack. Jack Farrell from uh, the Washington State.